Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher, I believe is having some sort of technical difficulties. We'll see if we can get that worked out. Meanwhile, we do have the man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. Wishing you a happy national Shut public up. sleeping day. Shut up. Shut up. Sleeping in public day? Yeah, this is okay. It's I the, thought it's that I told day. him. Didn't I tell him? Didn't we have a reform? Uh, didn't, didn't we have a thing like, stop telling me what national day it is? Because then every show, we start off the same way with you telling me it's national such and such day and me going, ah! Knock it off. Well, this one's important. Though. Yeah, everyone's so, important. You think yeah. the you think the, our our fine audience, who by the way, Jared Yamamoto, we are here to serve. We are here to serve this audience. Do you think they want to Should hear have every a- show start pretty much the same way with you being excited about National Puppy Dog Feces Day? I like and going, hey. yeah. I'd like to know more about <laughs> that. You know I, like? I like the idea of putting up a poll on our Von Hester Doctrine socials and letting oh, the listeners decide what, what we start Let's really with. hack out. Hey, Wouldn't they're the great? real programmers, Eric. <laughs> they really are. They it's are. your show. It's the you saying it's the audience's show. Yes. Well, as the host of this show, I got to pull that back. I got I got to push back and pull back and say this is my show, but we do it for the audience, of course. All right, big uh, big news day. Big doings. Mm-hmm. Big doings going on. Keepers mm-hmm. <laughs> Some Big doings. Mitch McConnell stepping down. What does that mean? He's stepping down. So it means he's not going to run again. Is he up for? Is he, is this a year where he was going to be up for? I have to double check. I, he's not going to be George Senate, Clark. He, he's not going to be the Senate Minority Leader. Stop either. sitting back there looking all handsome. Do some work. I, I, yeah, he's up for re-election. He's up for. So he, he's, is he basically saying I'm not running exactly. for re-election? All Didn't right, he no. just defeat an Air Force pilot a couple years ago? I don't know. In, 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 uh, arm wrestling? Or no, what? he won an election. Because <laughs> uh, it would be six years ago if if this is the year he's up. So so he's saying he's not going to run again. And we're assuming it's this year. But if he's saying he's not going to run again and he doesn't have to run for four more years, it's not that big of a deal. But he has two years left on his campaign. So he will just not be the Senate minority leader anymore. Okay, he's going to step aside. That's I'm correct. stepping out. <laughs> this is, uh, this is your John ex- Lennon song. This is your exact uh, comments from earlier, Mitch. One of life's most underappreciated talents <laughs> is standing erect when it's time 
to move on. Well, you see stepped on it. you got to play it. Uh, it's Tim Andrews with his jokey jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just stepped right on it. Because this is really, I've, I've heard this, and it's just out. These politicians, how many times did I tell you? They, they are sociopaths, psychopaths. I don't know. Some people say it's the same thing. One you're born with, one you're sort of naturalized to, I guess. Either way, they're, they are sociopathic human beings that they can say with a straight face certain things. Like he does either this, like it's some sort of art that he's mastered to know when it's time to step away. This is after he, he stared into blank space for minutes at a time, twice. That didn't happen once. And yet with a straight face, he could say, well, you know, you got to know when it's time to go away. You missed that about a decade ago. One of life's most underappreciated talents <laughs> is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. I'm filling this diaper just one more time. <laughs> so, I was I was completely wrong. He'll be in till 2027. Thank you. George Clark, you are always a rock for me when it comes to data and information, and I, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, George I always, Clark. What's that? I wanted to also thank George Clark for letting people know that it's time to step aside. <laughs> You're welcome, Mitch. <laughs> but is he, so he's saying Senator. he's stepping down as the minority. Senate minority leader, yes. And is that going to be the end of the year? That'll or? be in November. In November, okay. So right yes, after the presidential November. election. After Donald Trump uh, wins uh, So his, basically, you don't want to work with Trump. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's basically, you don't want to work with Trump. But you weren't done, Mitch. I still have enough gas in my tank ha, to ha, thoroughly my critics, <laughs> and I intend to do so with all the enthusiasm with which they become accustomed. <laughs> These politicians are so funny. <laughs> and only one shot a day for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. He's supposed to be getting laughs. Yeah. You know, nobody's laughing. Those are jokes, by wow. the way. Those are jokes. But you know, people uh, can say like, "Oh, Shane Gillis didn't do so well. He did better than that." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's hear that again. Now imagine this is open mic night. This guy is, uh, he's telling jokes here, getting no laughs. I still have enough gas in my tank to thoroughly disappoint my critics. <laughs> and I intend to do so with all the enthusiasm with which they become accustomed. <laughs> Quite a knee slapper there. Uh, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? I say... Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch who? Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Actually, I find that to be pretty hilarious. I don't know why. Thank you. Oh, so. You won't have old Mitch to kick around in anymore. <laughs> I don't think the earth is going to have old Mitch to kick around anymore. I've already long. dug the hole. <laughs> <laughs> why would these people? I would not want to be. I mean, I'm sure, like, if you're a lawyer, right? You dream of being on the Supreme Court because it's like, you know, being if you're an athlete, you want to be in the major leagues, right? You want to be at the very top. But who want I mean, they have to wrestle with some really heavy duty things that they gotta read. There's no TLDR for a Supreme Court justice, right? <laughs> they gotta they gotta go all the way in. And like, why would you wanna spend like the from like say say you die when you're eighty six. Why would you want to spend like from 76 to 86 just and then keel over? Like even if I was a politician and I was hungry for power, I think I would still, you know, if I got to like 72 or something and I was relatively healthy, 
I was like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. Well, you get to crack jokes like this. I still have enough gas in my tank to thoroughly disappoint my critics. And I intend to do so with all the enthusiasm with which they become accustomed. Not a joke. Not a joke. Thank you, but it was a joke. Please laugh. I think there's, I don't know what's going to happen in November, but I think right now I'm noticing, I've told you this before, if Trump were to win again, it would be, no one's really talking about this, but it would be the American people absolutely en masse rejecting uh, legacy media, corporate, it would be like seven, eight years of not only is do we disagree with this guy's policies, this dude is dangerous, not dangerous to you, dangerous to the republic, and no one's really thought about if he actually comes back from all this and wins the presidency, the media, it's gone. I, you know, LBJ said when I lost uh, when I uh, when I lost uh, Walter Cronkite on Vietnam, I lost the war. That's how the country used to be. That's how like these people were influencers, mm-hmm. the way that we yeah. think about influencers. And now after eight years of time, not only do we not like his policies, but this dude is dangerous if he gets voted back in. But I think that the media is starting to think about this. I, I, when I first came in, I came in a little bit early. And somebody on CNN who's an anchor that's not before, I think of like the four o'clock when Jake Tapper comes on, like that's the when lead the with Jake well, Tapper. right that, that's when like the opinion stuff comes a yeah. little bit, but he still tries to pretend that he's objective. This guy was talking to some representative Republican about the Hunter Biden stuff. And I, I, I had to turn it up because I, I noticed that the anchor was like getting really angry and like almost yelling. And he's just yelling at this guy. like I don't I don't know what. It doesn't matter what you think about which side. It doesn't matter whether you think the Republican had the right thing to say. It was not an interview. And this guy, whoever it was, is not famous for being an opinion guy, you know? But he was just like raising his voice and just yelling at this guy. And I think you're going to see this as it becomes more and more likely. Like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in November. But if it, as it becomes more and more likely that Trump actually wins, I think you're going to see the media. You saw the Colbert thing. You know, he takes this. Yeah. It, all I hear is, why isn't this working? What is wrong with you people? I think you're going to see more and more of it when when uh, CNN anchors who aren't known for being opinion guys are pounding the table <laughs> on rather than just interviewing. The idea is you ask tough questions, they answer, the audience decides. Was it Boris Sanchez? Because that's uh, it's yeah. CNN News Central, and it's Might Boris be. Sanchez and Brianna. Kyler it was the the guy out of the guy and the gal, but you never yeah. know. It could have been somebody just subbing in today. I don't know if it's the Doug Turnbull said, says there are. Quick editorial here: If you advertise a product to bipolar patients, you are evil. Now, if you just have a product that helps bipolar patients and through doctors and therapists, and you make sure that that gets out there, but if you advertise and target bipolar patients with your product, you are evil. Completely, totally, 100% all the time. That's all there is to it. I'm looking at you, Capolita, or whatever the hell it's called. And, and now I may be a little bit angry going into this because uh, and when, how many times have I asked this question, Jared Yamamoto? When are we here at the Von Hessler Doctrine going to get as creative as uh, and, and with our programming as they are over at NPR, and I just get nothing every day. I, I come in here every day and get my creative ass handed to me by those geniuses over at NPR. Check this one out. We could have done this. We could have done this, but we didn't. Okay, it's a leap year. 
How will you be spending your extra day? Why can't I get... We could have opened up the phone lines. Tim Andrews, what the hell are you being paid for? What? <laughs> We're going to continually have the floor... Have our floor mopped up by NPR. But they get that extra funding, Eric. We don't uh, get that extra funding. Man, that's no, no excuse. 2024 is a leap year. <laughs> by the way, NPR, they are here to educate. Because <laughs> the next sentence is... Meaning it has one extra day. Oh. For those of you who are I able to sure. actually read that didn't know that leap year means that you get one extra I day. I it was just 12 hours. Okay. And then in case you didn't know, furthering that uh, Thursday, February 29th would be that day. <laughs> if you are... Now, this is where the creativity comes in. And please, can somebody... If we can whip this ship into NPR shape, take note. If you are or happen to know one of the approximately 5 million leaplings around the world who are born on February 29th, you'll get to celebrate on the actual day for the first time in four years. If not, you're still getting a relatively rare bonus day. Now, this is where the creativity actually comes in. Because what do I do? At NPR, they don't just take a story and report it. They use it for programming. We want to know. We want to know how you'll be spending it. Please answer one or more of the following questions in the form below. <laughs> <laughs> Your answers they? could be featured in a radio or digital story from NPR's Morning Edition. I'm sorry, Eric. I wish we just we're just not smart enough. I'm going to a Trump it's, rally. You just seize. <laughs> <laughs> we're not telling that story. Oh, you ain't. <laughs> well, you got to say, you know, you got to work in a soup kitchen or something. You know, you got to do something good. What I'm, if I? I was going to say I'm going to eat soup before I go to the rally. How about that? This is very important. You guys want to learn from this. In your responses, please include your first and last name, age, location, and email address. You may be contacted by an NPR reporter for a follow-up interview. My name's Guy Whiteman. <laughs> <laughs> How will you be spending your extra day? Doug Turnbull says storms are... Oh, what do you have for me? All right, Eric, I've been working, okay? So I see that tomorrow, Build-A-Bear is offering a $4 deal for people that are born on February 29th. So why don't we do a radio remote broadcast from the nearest Build-A-Bear and promote people to come out? What do you, you know think? What? You come know on, what? my mind is working. What I come think on. is nice try, but you are obviously not NPR worthy. Take it. I've been wondering this lately. Uh, with CNN's numbers just so bad, all those... All the 24-hour news channels, it's over, but they just don't know it's over. Do you think it's possible that the people at CNN are secretly hoping for Trump to win? Absolutely. I mean, their ratings were through the, I mean, for them, through the roof. And they may, it's, you get okay ratings just scaring about maybe Trump, but if Trump's really there, he's a real threat. I think secretly, Anderson Cooper is going to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, this is going to be kind of a strange segment might stink. I don't know. Did we test it with NPR? Well, NPR is just better than we are. There's nothing mm -hmm. we can do about that. Listen, let's uh, little victories, Jared Yamamoto. Let's not, let's not reach for the NPR stars. Okay. At this point. There's old ladies in a hotel someplace getting ready to click a dial. Exactly. And we've got to impress them. Yes. So, this is going to be kind of meta. Is it meta or meta? 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 Meta. Meta. So my understanding was you guys had a show planned without me because there was a chance I wasn't going to be here today. And then I just poured a little water on your party, didn't I, by showing up. Well, it's so, good to be prepared. Yes. And so you guys told me, and I had no idea about this, because when you guys do the show, I don't, I don't, it's just like it's your show. And uh, so I didn't know this, that you guys do conspiracy uh, theory death. 
Conspiracy News Desk. Conspiracy News Desk. You can tell it's not my segment. And you, so you let George Clark do it. Mm-hmm. And so I had no idea about this. And you had it scheduled. And then I came in and crashed the party. So I thought, you know, you like. You trying to prevent George Clark. You're like, I'm not going to no, have that. No, no. Like, it's like when a professor lets a teaching assistant, a TA, teach. Okay. But sometimes the professor's in the class to see how it's being done. So I want you guys to run this as you would do it without me. And I'll just, you know, if I if I feel a moment, uh, you know, I'll come in and maybe make a comment or something along those lines. So pretend I'm not here and just go ahead. I, how would you start it? Eric stinks, right, guys? No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> just kidding, of course. Don't ever, ever apologize. Live from the Conspiracy News Desk in Midtown Atlanta, here's Ted George Clark. <laughs> what you got there, George Clark? All right, we've got this on the Conspiracy News Desk. TikTok Conspiracy Theory claims there are secret codes on toothpaste tubes. I know it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew that's what they were. So you can get the same exact case of toothpaste or little tube of toothpaste, and at the bottom there will often be a little red square, a little blue square, a little green square, a little black square, and people on TikTok are saying that that's a secret code for the informed that tells them what's actually in the toothpaste, and they know to go for the green square toothpaste because that's all natural and it doesn't have the chemicals that the Illuminati puts in the toothpaste yeah, like to control it. To close down your pineal <laughs> gland is your third eye. If you get the one with the green, then you're in the clear. But if you get the one with any of them other colors, well, you got the fluoride. Can I participate? Of yes. course. I, I, I would like to say that I've, I have always wondered what those damn things are at the bottom well, of the tube. Know. Well, I don't, I don't think it's a matter of the Illuminati. I don't want to... I don't want to. The yeah, I think Freemasons? probably has something. No, I don't know that it has anything to do with the Freemasons. I would imagine it probably has something to do with. Um, uh, probably tells the machine, you know, which you know what it, to put Eric. in. What so to put in? So it's been debunked on uh, on TikTok. Dentists have come out. It it just tells the machine oh, when to slice out, the course. slice the tube and glue it. Cabal. Exactly, and it's well because they're in it together. Of course, they're they're dentists, of course the dentists. Of course, the dentists are in it together. The cabal. They're all in it together to keep our pineal glands clogged with gum. Four or five dentists agree with this. Of course, they do. Well, who's the fifth guy? You know, the fifth dentist is RFKJR. That's right. You know what a trident is it's the three pillars of Satanism, uh-huh. Illuminatiism, and Masonary <laughs> stuff. Masonary is a trident. Yeah, the devil. <laughs> the devil. Neptune, <laughs> a.k.a. the devil. Boy, there's a lot of people talking about the devil these days. S- Satan and... Matter like, uh, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but... Uh, Ice Spice did something. Oh, yeah, with a little hand gesture. I, mean, I saw people on, on uh, YouTube, and then, maybe Rumble, because Rumble's a blast. Rumble has like three great shows, and then it's just the Wild West of nuttery. <laughs> Dipping into Mark Dice. <laughs> nuttery. So I may have uh, I may have seen uh, some of those things there. but uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, believe me, they, they had, I guess, She was Ice going Sp- like this. She was had the devil horns up, and then she was... Chant or doing but is incantations. It like a, is it like ACDC putting the devil horns no, up? I mean, you not. buy plastic devil horns when you go to an ACDC Well, they show. have Highway to Hell and yeah. all that. What do, you think, what do you think the devil thinks about that when he sees people laughing. buying plastic? He's like, oh man, my brand is so watered down. <laughs> Maybe he gets a cut. <laughs> I'm a guitar hero yeah. now. Yeah. 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 That wasn't the plan. He gets royalties here. He yeah. does. Maybe, That's okay. why he's happy. Well, it's, it's a lot of overhead in, in hell. He's you got to keep the lights on. Worried about AI. The heating bill alone. Oh, it's outrageous. For heaven's sakes. So that I, one's debunked. There's no conspiracy. There's no. Conspiracy. no uh, there is fluoride in toothpaste. So oh yeah, and oh, that, yeah. Anyway, oh, damn right. That's bringing the semen count down. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just said that. Mine's very like, low. <laughs> well, you can always it, use baking soda as toothpaste. Yes, that is true. Virtually the same. You can use baking soda as almost anything. 
Baking soda, if you just open up a box and put it in your refrigerator, laundry it will, like, detergent. Uh, take care. It's a laundry. It's everything. All we need. There's the scam, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It turns out we only need one household product. You can make everything from it. Baking soda. I made a person out of it. <laughs> <laughs> are we ready well, to get you, to our second story on the conspiracy news? You are particularly... News? Uh, let's say, uh, uh, motivated yes. individual when yeah. it comes to what you want to get you done. You wet it down, leave it in the sun, get, you know, nice and sturdy. Yes. Bring it into bed with you at night. This is the first <laughs> time he's been around an actual human in two years, yeah, Eric. Yeah, well, he's been talking to his, uh, baking soda. My man. baking soda wife identifies <laughs> as a human. <laughs> you know what? She's good at cooking and cleaning. The oven just always smells fantastic. Yeah, she's good at everything, and everything smells mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. What is your next conspiracy there, George? So, an assassination attempt on Hey, Tucker- by the way, don't mind me. Go ahead. <laughs> an assassination <laughs> attempt on Tucker Carlson was thwarted in Russia? Confession video surfaces. Is this, do we, so there's a video, it came out of Russia. It's a man that he claims that he was hired by the main directorate of intelligence of Ukraine to place a bomb on Tucker Carlson's car at the time. He didn't know this was happening. He thought right. he was just, pay, you know, following orders. Ah. But in the preparation stages, he was arrested, supposedly. But Tucker Carlson hasn't come out and said anything about this, and it seems well, like he would, right? Well, that, you'd think he would. In fact, uh, the latest is that he was tapped potentially by our intelligence agencies while yeah. he's there. That, that's the, that's the real conspiracy. That he uh, went and who, had who, a visit with Snowden. So that was a, he thought that was a personal conversation that he had had in a personal private meeting, and it was leaked to uh, some sort of news That outlet. he did have a meeting? Did he have a meeting when he was over there with Snowden? He did. He did but of course he should have a meeting with Snowden. Why, why, why wouldn't you? You know, reporters are not supposed to tell us who we're not supposed to talk to. Right. Reporters are supposed to always not only want to talk to, but damn well make it happen. Every reporter should want to talk to Snowden. Why wouldn't you want to talk to Snowden? Dangerous. Well, I know, because reporters now, just the, the intelligence agencies are like, hey, you don't want to... So Snowden denied the interview, but did have a meeting with Tucker Carlson. Like I said, he thought it was a private meeting. Our right. intelli- He believes our intelligence is the one that leaked it. Our intelligence knows everything. It turns out that our intelligence... Well, the whole time Julian Assange was in that Ecuadorian embassy, we, the CIA, was watching every... In the NSA, they, they had cameras all through there. I've seen reporters that like they've seen the footage. They went and thought they were just meeting with him, hmm. and uh, there's footage. The you know they're everywhere. It's 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 they're probably watching what you're doing at night when you're alone. It's really that simple. And that's why and that's why I put on an extra special show because I'm like, hey, Victoria Nuland. I know she's in the State Department, but a good show. We'll get back to yeah, her. There you go. If Snowden's out there listening in Russia, we want the interview. Do it. Yeah. Do the interview. Yeah, so it's interesting. How so, about interesting people? Hey, CNN, how about you talk to, like, Julian Assange? And right, We don't need to hear from the ex-director of the CIA on whatever. By the way, CNN, here's something you may not know. There's no such thing as an ex-director of the CIA. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So that's a double-pronged conspiracy there, whether the Russians tried to kill Tucker Carlson or whether or not our intelligence was monitoring Tucker the Carlson. The story I saw said the guy said he was uh, he was paid to blow him up. Yeah, he paid 4000 <laughs> Blow him up. But I think Tucker, if Tucker I Carlson comes I was going to blow up, him up good. I'm not, sure, I'm not quite sure that that's the case quite yet. That That is on the conspiracy news desk a little longer. All Shall right. Hey, George here, Clark. Or is there anything else? Thumbs up so far. I think George Clark th- doing a good does job, a very good job. Yeah. Better, yeah, than the, better than the guy who used to do it. Yeah, that Doug, autumn. Doug Turnbull <laughs> says these storms. Uh oh. If I take the segment conspiracy news desk and the thing to friends, 
I dropped out of the ninth grade, but I'm putting it together that there's some kind of conspiracy that has something to do with friends. Am I right or am I wrong, George Clark? You are exactly right. I was sent a montage video by Jared, and uh, this video purports to... It's got some old images of Jennifer Aniston, and uh, they, they say, you know, she's got quite long arms. She's got yeah. a, quite a masculine jawline. Are and they saying are, she's a man? People are speculating that she's a male she's to a female man. transition. I don't know, Rachel. What? Oh, no. I had no idea. <laughs> All these years, and then the first night. Oh, wow. I had no idea. My goodness. Wow. Didn't, didn't it take them forever to get together? I don't know the yeah, friends thing. Yeah, it took all I like the, the first couple run. of seasons, then I thought I got a little off the yeah. rails. But I mean, they all do, but right? It, I like the first two, three, four seasons. And if you look in those first couple of seasons, you in the close-up shots, you can see that there might be something that shouldn't Listen, be there. Listen, people, it's called camel toe. It's, some, it's not <laughs> something new. It's It exists. Every time you see just some sort of... Bulgy kind of thing maybe, does not mean that the person is a man. Maybe her name was James Aniston beforehand. Maybe it was. The, the internet is talking. I'm debunking this one without any science Myth whatsoever. Busted. Myth busted. She's already, by the way, she's also dated like seven really famous people. Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. I think they're hiding out. Oh, all together? <laughs> That's the other conspiracy. The Hollywood conspiracy to cover the conspiracy <laughs> that Jennifer Aniston is really a man. Good job, fellas. Thank you. You know, the next time I'm not here, I feel good leaving the show in your hands. Doug Turnbull is watching Trouble on... You know, the, sto- the most underreported story right now is the fact that the, mar- the market for electric vehicles is imploding, absolutely collapsing. Apple had just announced, we've been working on it for 10 years, we're out of it, which means it's not worth our time and effort. Now, there are 2,000 people who are employed in this division who are surprised by it, but this is a story that needs to be reported more. There is no market for electric vehicles. It seems like a big deal since we're all supposed to be driving them by 2030 or something. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I don't have it in front of me, but I read a story the other day that said uh, some sort of research was done. Maybe, did you guys do studies, surveys? Maybe it was in some of the stuff that was around yesterday. It was some research uh, um, that was done that says the, the faster a person speaks, is, is the, the, the faster you speak, the smarter you are. Really? Yeah. Which means... Ben Shapiro's a genius. I was, I, same exact thing. I thought exactly the same thing. There's no... Since that FedEx guy died, right? Yeah. That guy's not around me. We didn't know. We watched that FedEx guy on all those commercials in the 80s and some of the 90s. We had no... We were looking at the uh, Einstein of our generation. We had no idea. But I can't remember the reasons why, uh, speaking quickly. And, uh, well, obviously it means that the ideas can flow together quicker and faster in your brain and make its way to communicate out your mouth. That's how it's done. You know where thoughts start. They start at the, the gut. Uh, they start at the, uh, the, the, the base of your spine, and they travel up into your brain. And then, then they have to go through all that kind of, you know, you ever see those animations where it looks like you're in outer space with those things firing all over oh, yeah. all the way through that to your mouth. But, uh, yeah, you didn't know that? All thoughts start at the base of your spine. That's what I thought. Dr. Joe, what am I dealing with here? Uh, Children? Let's do this. It's time for Wellness Wednesday with Dr. Joe. Everybody's everybody's looking at me like I said something that isn't common knowledge. All thoughts begin at the base of the spine. Did you you not know that? At your coccyx. Yeah, at the coccyx. Coccyx. C-O-C-C-Y. The Cossacks. Yes. (laughs) I wonder what more than one is. Coccyxes? 
Coxies. Coxies. Okay. Just ask me any question. Plural. Yeah, you know it's everything because you talk fast. I didn't say teeth. Okay, no. All right. So uh, Dr. Joe is here because it's well, it's wellness. It's, I didn't say teas. I got the that point. too late. <laughs> it's never too late, my friend. Uh, Dr. Joe is here. He calls himself a doctor. We would, yeah, like we, we never checked. We haven't checked his papers or anything. Never saw right. Yeah. And so. uh, there's this thing called wellness that people hashtag and blah blah blah. So we thought, hey, let's jump on that. Uh, the heck. Pony. Give me something ride that a little bit. So ride, wellness, wellness Wednesday. Let's, let's ride that wellness pony into the ground. What do you got? The original words to the song, right? <laughs> well, this one's a fun one, guys. Uh, from the day. No, we... no, no. We decide. Do you understand that? You don't tell people what's a fun one. You just put it out there. They'll decide if it's fun. My it's br- like walking into it a room and saying, I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, if it came from there, then it's an yes. original thought. So. Claiming the truth Absolutely. here, yes. <laughs> from the DailyMail.com, guys. A Minnesota woman who is 34 years old has been uh, diagnosed with an allergy to semen. What? And, uh, she this is a is, family show. She is afraid why that she will never report. This is why never be able to see kids. First of all, this is why I'm so anti-science. This pornography has got yeah. to stop. I know. This is a family show. So you say she's allergic to the? <laughs> she is. She's I allergic. Mean, to, she's yeah. worried that she's never going to be able to have kids. She's allergic to the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute! So she can't have kids? Like, well, if you're allergic, well, if your body with, won't, yeah. well, as long as she's not in Alabama, she can have IVF. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's true too. Oh. <laughs> He's always sneaking politics. Yes, yes. always. I'm not a political person. No, you're I'm trying to just entertain everybody out there. Yes. And this guy with the editorial commentary. Yeah, yeah, little zinger there. Yeah, I get some good stuff out of him too. You know? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Gotta mm-hmm. take the bad with the good. Yes. <laughs> So. Yes. So, how does this happen? I guess the body could reject anything. Can, and it, uh, allergy is anything like protein, right? But you can the Brady Bunch. Remember, uh, they thought that uh, <laughs> Jan. They, they thought that somebody was allergic to the dog, Cindy. Yeah, and they were going to have to break up as a family or lose the dog or something like that. And it turned out that that wasn't true. Ah, uh, but, but it was probably was it this? this no, was no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Okay. That was that was the family show. Please. Oh, that's true. The ultimate. Yeah, let's, not, uh, let's not tear. Let's not drag the, the Brady father bunch being totally straight through our exactly. modern uh-huh. shock jocker. It was no Jan. Name. I was wrong. Jan yeah. was the one allergic. Yeah, I don't see if anybody's going to throw <laughs> water on an otherwise good day. It's yeah. going to be the middle child. That's, that's for right. sure. She thought she was allergic to the bre- the dad, and it turned out it was Tiger. So the dad shot Tiger. You have way too much information. <laughs> and then that brain. Jan shot the the dad. Yeah. That's how the whole Brady Bunch tragedy started. <laughs> so uh I, I guess the body can reject anything. Yeah, it's a, right? it's a any protein. If the body's allergic to that protein, it has a reaction to it. And according to this article, she would get rashes and But and, surely this wouldn't just start now with this person. It would be some segment of the population. But this is a story like this is like uh believe Ripley's believe it or not, this person exists. Right. So there must be like 0.001% of the population. And she's also got something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which is an autoimmune disease. So her immune system is already wonky. Mm -hmm. It's a medical term. She's also allergic to latex, so she can't even... Wow, look at that. George. What she needs... Are you making that up as a joke? No, no, that's that's real. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can have a latex allergy. But you can use sheepskin or something like that if you needed to. They still do that? Hey, I'm looking out for this girl's best What what, what do you... You you still buy uh, pig bladder footballs? (laughs) 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 The world has moved on. I'm looking out for this They still have sheepskin? Yes. Oh, they won't leave that sheep alone. They they use the wool, they eat it, they do everything. The the, the 
Heine. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where it comes from? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a sheep intestine, yeah. Does it really work? Like, they had condoms and things like that back in medieval yeah. days and stuff. Right. Like, they would use, like, actual sheep. Like, that stuff couldn't work. Yeah. Everything's, we know they now, we know now that everything's porous. They didn't know then. Right. Like, you're in the 1300s or no. something like that. They didn't know, hey, it looks solid to me. They didn't yeah. know that it was porous. Well, they the sperm cells are relatively big compared to, like, a virus. So it right. would work for sperm, but it wouldn't work for a virus. The virus can still go through the tissue Oh, skin. but uh, it would work. Uh, yeah, it does work as a contraceptive, absolutely. Absolutely. I got, I got to keep tending. The, that's a good shepherd. I guess a happy shepherd, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the air. Oh, I, I for guess. No, no. Is there any hope for this poor girl? Uh, yeah, you can. Lady. Yeah, yeah, here's the hope. She doesn't have to deal with men. <laughs> that's it. Boom. That's Done. Good, good news. Mm-hmm. I guess the, the good news yes. is that she doesn't have to deal with She's men. She's wearing a raincoat. And as <laughs> We just said you can't. She, she's allergic to latex. Well, it doesn't yeah. have to be. It can be a rubber one. Maybe it's a sheepskin le- raincoat. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you be allergic to rubber too if you're allergic to latex? Synthetic latex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll look into it. Okay. Synthetic latex. No, I meant a, a raincoat. Like oh, a real raincoat. Yeah, like it's already brutal enough that she has to live in Minnesota of all places. What right. the hell's wrong with Minnesota? Hey, Minnesota's what awful. Are you? Cold. What do you? It's awful. How Beautiful. long? Have, what have you I've been, been there? in Minnesota before? It's the land of a thousand lakes, you a-hole. All that they have is decent ski, water skiing in Casino. the summertime. Like have. How much time of your life have you spent <laughs> not in an airport in the state of Minnesota? I have spent probably eight days in Minnesota. Oh. In a row? Yes, in a row. How old? I had my... I'll bet you were seven. Actually, you know what? In you a row? You were seven. I spent three days there for my probably fifth birthday, and then I also... I, I've been there as an adult. I went to a... As uh, an adult. As an adult, as yes. an adult, yes. adult, adult, adult. So he's seen it all. He's seen the whole state. So oh, when you yeah, went there the for a bachelor party or something yeah, one weekend, exactly. out That's, there having a good time. I just pulled that and, out of thin air. Well, it I didn't go to, right. to a bachelor party, but I went out there with some buddies that are from that area, and it's there's a reason Let's why they came down south. Let's not argue in front of Doctor Joe. I know it's, it's come on. Who's I don't a like guess. when, I don't like when a family fights. Okay, yeah, I feel very awkward. Well, I I'm sorry. Up. Hey, listen, I apologize for his rudeness. He's yeah, always like you. that, thank and um, I do everything I can to stop him, but uh, he just won't stop. I apologize. I apologize for him. Yes, In Minnesota, Minnesota would be beautiful if I went for a lot of Swedes <laughs> <laughs> and the Ludafish. Minnesota's a lovely state. I've never been, but uh, you know, it's, it's cold. Prince is from oh, so there. You know what? Thing, yeah, we wouldn't yeah. have Prince. That's right. We Bob wouldn't Dylan. have. We wouldn't have Mary Tyler Moore. My friend Tim. I mean, all these famous people. His Cat friend Williams. Tim. Yeah. Who? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's there from he Minnesota originally. Yep. What but he lives here. Are you he, telling he, me a lie? Now you. Now I'm second. So you better myself. second guess it, George. <laughs> well, because I live with God in my life, I can be from any state. <laughs> You're from the state of heaven. I'm from the state of Cat Williams. <laughs> All right, this guy's writing over here. Yeah, I got another story. story. Here you go from the Huffington you know, Post. We are here. doing a show. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Do we all love a lazy day, guys? Because you should be having more lazy days more often than you think. You know, they do this in uh, in the Netherlands or the Holland. I get it. The Holland. The, the Hollandlands. The Dutch. Is that Holland? Is that high? I don't know what the the Hollanders. They have a thing called Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> not that Nixon. <laughs> That's where he is. He's not dead. You won't. Another conspiracy. I'll never die. And you can't this pick me anywhere. N i k s e n literally means to do nothing, to be idle, or do something without any use whatsoever. And you can do that in countries that you know. I don't know. Don't have to defend themselves or yeah, right, have a, a, a working military. I don't know. I, how do you get better by not? Certainly, you want to take some time to yourself, right? right? Uh-huh. Hold on a second. We got traffic. Yeah, we'll come back. Way more important. And we'll get into the whole Nixon slash 
Nixon debate. <laughs> Put the sheepskin down there, Dr. Joe. Yeah, real. well, not down there. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisory. Is this true? The company that owns this company almost got bought by George Soros? I have heard whispers. Within like, uh, whispers. It's being, it's being, it's in the news. Yes, days People away are, from signing he was. My goodness. How old is that George Soros? Like 93. Our audience would love to hear that. This close to George Soros owning whatever happened to my WSB. Indeed. All right, Dr. Giuseppe. That's me. Let's see. You uh, got any more uh, wellness Kind of in the same category. Stories. Yes, kind of in the same category. Well, the lady who was allergic to the sperm? I no. don't need more of those. This is a family show. Well, we mentioned that you need more lazy days, basically. You need to... Uh, that was I don't story. want any more stories about... Uh, People being allergic to sperm, though. Okay. It's a family show. Well, until next week, right? Well, I just don't want any more stories about that. Okay. How about this one? Okay. Clocking out to turn back time? Vacations that will actually help you live longer. This is from Barron's.com. How could anybody know? Guaranteed to live longer. If you don't live an extra, <laughs> if, if you don't make it to 100, you can go after them. Two yeah, words so. on this one. Vacations that you're guaranteed to uh, live longer? Two mm. words. Timeshare. Timeshare. Legally, you're not allowed to die. <laughs> That's right. I have to stay alive. <laughs> you, you're, just, you're under contract for heaven's sake. On and on. And I can help you get out of them. <laughs> I always, whenever I, uh, whenever I see commercials for, uh, you know, get we help you get out of timeshares. I think of a building, and this is obviously not true, but I think of a building where, like, on one side of the office, they're selling timeshares, and on the other side of the office, they're selling the ability to get you out of a timeshare. Uh, vacation, sometimes vacation is the most stressful damn thing you can do, I Well, think. these are wellness vacations. Yes. Oh, that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. Ha, 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 extra jack there. You get to relax, yoga, plant-based eating. Plant-based. How do we know for a fact that plant-based eating means you get live longer? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Wouldn't it no, depend on, on who's growing the plants and where they're growing? Yes, but the ge- soil. Generally, why speaking. do we just assume they're all so wonderful? They be, well, maybe they're grown inside of soil that uh, somebody uh, put some uh, you know chemicals in genetic, some years before. All soil. <laughs> That's not good. Right. No, right. I mean the wrong chemicals. Oh, like not like the growing. Yeah, you know, not the that ones kind that kill of, you. No, that kind. Yeah, the killing, chemi- <laughs> killing chemicals. chemicals. <laughs> The new movie, <laughs> the killing chemicals. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. basically, there's a, again a lot of stories this week about how you should be lazy and you shouldn't work, yeah. and you should be going on vacations that are focused on wellness. So basically, hey, work is bad, Eric. You That's know what? what it comes down to. I used to be Mr. Libertarian. I'd yell at people, but I've looked into my crystal ball. I've looked into the future. It sucks. It's dystopian. So why even try? Well, you might I, well. I used to be like Mr. You know, remember the young people would come through here. And they, hey, well, give us a talk, and I would always, you know, they had hope. Be responsible. Hard, you know, you can, work you can be something. Pull day. up your pants. You know, all that kind. Of, don't use the word like every other word. That's what I used to tell. Now I look at plenty of people who are very successful online, even on on regular television, and they say like every other word. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter. Those days ago, you know what? Just do whatever the hell you want. The future is terrible. I've looked at it. It's too bad. It's too bad. So, I've got two grandkids. I hate to announce this, but the future <laughs> is beyond dystopian, so you might as well just do whatever the hell well, you want. Well, how about a, something to at least close with Dr. Joe on a positive note here? There are, since plant-based milks have become so popular and the oh, prices yeah. have gone up, you can now create it yourself. It's actually cheaper to, like, milk the little uh, plants. Not milk. Well, Dr. Well, Joe, I'm going to milk a nut. I'm an utters, yeah. <laughs> I know Dr. how to does. milk a nut. <laughs> so does that lady, but she better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. This is getting out of control. Doug Turnbull. I blame George Clark. Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisor. Dr. Joe, tell the people how they can get more Dr. Joe. Sunday nights right here, 8 to 10. We take your health questions. If you have any questions, email me through my website, drjoe.com. I'm happy to answer your health questions. Or make an appointment to come see us. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. drjoe.com. Thank you, Dr. Joe. I'm not going to say that. Oh, it'd be funny if you went to media day and he's always gone back to his alma mater to try to get more people and tell him how to get into radio. But this time he should go back handing out his resume to the students. Hey, <laughs> anything opens up. Anything better than radio yeah. comes up. Can you maybe hire me? <laughs> Lots of stuff to get to. Number one, Richard Lewis died. Great comedian. And can't say we were friends with him or anything like that, but doing what we do and doing what he did over the years, quite often he would be on shows. The old Funky Bunch show. He was great, too. He was always a great, great, fun, willing to improvise in the moment, do things with you. I remember one time uh, uh, we had some musical guest in, I won't say who it was, because actually I like the person, but there was a musical guest. It was kind of a review of like old rock and roll and stuff like that. And Richard Lewis was in the studio and uh, the guest was doing the old rock and roll thing. And uh, halfway through it, he leaned into me and goes, I absolutely hate Axel. <laughs> 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 so funny. And uh, God, he's just a, he's one of the giants. Yeah. He's one of the uh, Mount Rushmore comedians. You saw him do stand-up, or he would just pace back and forth, and yeah. it was all improvised, yes. pretty much? he improvised every night. Yep. Every night. He would just get, he would do what we do, really. Mm-hmm. It's current events, for the most part. He would get up, back in those days, through a lot of those days, there was a thing called a newspaper. Mm-hmm. He would read newspapers, and just kind of, I think he would clip things out, and every night, go up and just riff. I mean, I'm sure... You know, even the Grateful Dead from time to time did the same song oh, here yeah. or there. I'm sure it wasn't 100% new every night, but it was probably 40% new every night. And he just bounced off of everything. Obviously, did a lot of great work on Curb Your Enthusiasm over the last few years. And uh, rest in peace. He was great, and I was around him enough not to be a friend, but around him enough to know that uh, he was an awesome dude, and uh, he'll be missed. Is there anybody like him now that's currently uh, on tour? Because he was kind of like uh, when he was like a working comedian, somewhat in the vein of what you knew Woody Allen from from like the fifties and sixties when he was doing stand up, the neuroses, the neuroses yeah. and that whole thing. So yeah, because I always thought it was kind of like in that vein. Is there? Lewis Black a little bit, but it's more same, about anger. It's, yeah. a little, it's a little bit different. I don't. I don't think there's anyone comparable today to what he was doing. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace. It, it, it seems so nice to say rest in peace, but what is it? Like the person's listening. To it, it. it becomes empty. Like too, as your everybody soul says is it. floating away, do you hear everybody go rest in peace? Do you feel good? I'm yeah. resisting the temptation to post a picture of myself with him someplace. Well, because that's how everybody does. I know, and you are a, a jock sniffer. And when I it do comes have, to celebrities, I have plenty of pictures of myself with him. Why do you like getting your picture taken with celebrities? Why do know. you pay a hundred dollars for? Oh, I don't pay somebody's autograph. I do not pay for you that. You paid not for that somebody. Much. I paid Battlestar Galactica fifty bucks, and that lady probably needed it. She did, yeah, because she so, hasn't been on a show since. No, she's sad. on a lot of shows. What's well, kind of cool sad. when you connect with the character they play on each show or what movie they're I in? I made her laugh, so that was worth it to me. To, I did a. But the thing impression. is, the, the initial thing is free. And then that's how I always feel about like that's why we don't have a bunch of we don't have a merch store we don't it just seems odd to me because the audience 
that loves the show gets it for free every day. So like, and then I come and go, hey, you know, if you want to spend some money, here's a way. Just click the microphone. <laughs> type in EVH. And so if it's a, if it's an actor or an actress who is like an ensign once on Star Trek or something like that, I feel so sad. I don't even want to approach them. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't you have an uncle that owns an auto shop or something? And then if it's like the you went to this uh, whatever con it was, I don't know what it was. ATL Comic Con. Yeah. And, and, and Alec Baldwin in the middle of a manslaughter trial is well, sitting there charging $120 for, a, for an autograph. 40 for a, a film quote. So it's either one of the, it's like, it's like uh, you know, I, I don't feel sad for Alec Baldwin because I know he's got a lot of money. And then it's just like, what are you doing here, Bill? Can Why don't you give it away for free? What, what is Alec Baldwin going to do with that? Oh, if one for that extra autograph uh, and movie quote, I, I, I would have I would have gone broke. What what is that hundred and twenty dollars to Alec Baldwin? I'm reconnecting with the people <laughs> by charging them. They expect to pay that much. Uh, do people like autographs anymore? I have found a lot of people do. In if you my, go to these places, in oh, yeah. my own little uh, very teeny tiny local fame over the years, I have found that everybody just wants a selfie. They don't want like it used to be in the '90s, early 2000s. People would say, "Hey, Eric, if they like the show, can I get your autograph?" But once people started doing selfies, so do they charge for selfies like their autographs if it's Alec Baldwin? If you want a picture there in line, yes, you have to pay for that. So it's just like getting an autograph. Because if you, well, he knocked $20 off. If you wanted an autograph and a selfie, it was That's 200 That's a bundle. Yeah. Well, what's nice? Knock 20 off. Well, what's nice was. <laughs> With, with social media, it's nice because all that stuff's archived. Like you don't have to. It, it's difficult to hold on to. Like, a, a, like for example, like I, I love baseball, so I have a ton of signed baseball cards. Right. But even I moved a couple weeks ago. Those baseball cards are still in boxes, and you have to dig them up, and they're right. actual physical form. Whereas, I'll take them well, away. it was never. It was always. It's a weird thing in the collectibles where having somebody's autograph kind of means something. But what I've found again in my teeny tiny local little. Slight fame. Uh, I think that the autograph was invented as it's just about the right amount of time that it doesn't get awkward. If somebody's two strangers talking to each other, if somebody could, they say, Oh, I like the show. And then you could say, Well, what do you do? It's all oh, interesting, blah, blah, blah. Hey, my brother in law really loves it. And you could have just about enough time to talk to where, you know, if you're still talking to that person seven minutes later, it's awkward. So the autograph says, Here we go. Now it's done. It was nice to meet you. And I feel like the selfie takes about the same amount of time. Yeah. So there's no, there's never been, I guarantee you, uh, my years with the Funky Bunch on the radio here, we did a lot of appearances and a, a lot of autographs. At least 90% of those are in somebody's garage underneath a thing that they haven't seen. Like, no, maybe 1% treasured them. And that just makes my point. I think really what it is is I wanted to tell this guy I like his show and he was nice to me and there was enough time. But if you're charging for that, yeah. So, so you're charging people to have, you know, a mundane conversation about the weather. How basically, hey, how you yeah. doing? But, you know, it's really standard in that industry. They ought to be too. ashamed of themselves, especially in entertainment. Like I know, like going to Dragon Con and stuff. Even like some of the actors you got autographs from, from some of the dragons. Yeah, seriously, and it cost me fifty bucks for each dragon. <laughs> They're not even human. It's but it is crazy. Man. I feel like in the sports world. When you find somebody and you get an autograph, you never have to pay for it. Yeah, you do if you go to a baseball card convention yeah. and Pete Rose well, is sitting there. See, the other there. side of that is is once they found out that people were just selling them, then they started thinking, 
you know what, I ought to get that money. But I, I would think, you know what, Pete Rose, you're not going to see the Hall of Fame in your lifetime, but you do have plenty of money. You know what, let somebody else sell it. Like, what the hell? Somebody made $30 off of your Who gives a damn? But what's interesting, though, and I wish the entertainment industry would do this, is, like, for example, I got a Barry Bond signed card before all the steroids How? stuff happened. I, he was doing batting practice at Turner Field and in he Atlanta. he did it? Wow, that's and he, and he signed Jared my... was like nine. He signed... <laughs> You should see what he showed me. (laughs) Louisville Slugger. He didn't need a pen. Uh, I wish that, I wish that, I'm I'm with you, Eric, on this one. I wish that Hollywood would look at that, and all of the entertainment industry would look at moments like that. Country music, Nashville has always understood that. NASCAR has understood that, where you just constantly, you want to make the fans feel like they're family, because they're going to buy other stuff. They're going to buy tickets to your next movie. And if you you were in one episode of Star Trek, maybe it's time to leave the conventions behind and... You know, find some, get a st- job. find some steady work. I ain't getting a job. <laughs> Doug Turnbull says there's trouble. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. That will never happen. I, Ever. I, that will <laughs> never happen. I like uh, RFK's tweet here. He said uh, Mitch McConnell. It's was, RFK, JR. Thank you. RFK, JR. He, uh, RIP, said, RFK. <laughs> this is RFK, JR. That's right. He said that it was honorable that Mitch McConnell stepped aside and is allowing the next generation of leaders to take their take his place. And he said Rand Paul would be a good pick. That will never happen. Well, it could because no, it will never. there was a law passed in 2005 <laughs> that if you are from the state of Kentucky and a senator, then you are allowed to be the senator. Is that true? Well, I believe it was. If you look down in the Senate Defense Act Bill of 25, 2005, it's there. So uh, that will never happen. Rand Paul, are you kidding? kidding me a guy who wants to get us out of foreign wars that person is never going to run the senate not of this country over my not, dead body that is not it's like no senator that wants to get us out of foreign wars is going to run the senate in this country not in this era that's just can, not going to happen can I tell you something oh, yeah sorry there are a lot of gay frogs in Kentucky and he's doing his best to make sure that when frogs are born that they identify with the gender that they were born with it's the uh, trissel trickle Lickaline or well, what is it called again? Atrazine. What is it? George Clark knows. Atrazine. What is atrazine for? Turning frogs. I mean, they didn't invent it. Pesticide, herbicide. Yeah, the guy didn't just stand up and go, what did you invent? I invented a way to turn frogs into females. Will it kill weeds? Yeah, it might kill a few people, too. Let's get some. Yeah, a couple of people might die Kermit started drinking it, and he fell out of love with Miss Piggy and started (laughs) wanting to hook up with Gonzo. (laughs) You found that out in the... uh, Well, they won't tell you on the mainstream media, but because they they cover it up, it doesn't fit the narrative. Thank you, R. It's the whole thing about the narrative, RFKJR. Things that don't fit the narrative. Everything's about the narrative. Well, the narrative is to continue these foreign wars and wasting our money. That we pay for, and also to use things like Roundup, which is known to cause autistic cancer. You've got to learn to play the game, though, RFK Jr. You've got I've been to... playing the game since the 1970s no, 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 when no, I was you... smoking pot and hanging out with the dad. You, <laughs> when, when I saw you, when George Clark and I saw you, you said, I, I prefer the long-form interview, so that way I can ex- explain how I feel about things. But in order to get on these media outlets here, you got to be short for Yeah, me. but he's doing well. I didn't realize how well he's doing. I saw somewhere he's doing he's, Is he like? Does he really have 26% in Michigan? or some, one of these places? He's doing well across the board. I think some places he's up in the 20s. That will freak people out. That will freak people out. It'll end up in the house. Well, that's just what we need. Can we just have an election where somebody wins by like 52.5% and we all move on? Like the next day. Well, okay. 
When Trump makes me his running mate, we will. <laughs> oh, man, just for the show. It would be fun. I, just for the you, show. Hey, you could beat Trump up. I've seen those pictures, man. Uh, well, I wouldn't do that. I'd just be his vice president. <laughs> <laughs> vice president what? The dent. <laughs> Doug Turnbull is flying over 85. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins with a hearty congratulations. Hmm. To Greg Russo. What? That doesn't sound like my name. Of coming. Oh, coming. Come on. Give it a better, Greg. I wouldn't have done that. Greg Russo. It's not me. I know Greg Russ is a big Australian Pink Floyd. He's often told me he likes the Australian version better than the UK version. Well, their vast volume of work is much better. So it is. <laughs> what? Greg- no, this is a completely different person. Congratulations to Greg Russo of coming. Won two tickets to see Australian Pink Floyd on Saturday, August 31st, Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. Tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. And uh, listen, when you have an English fellow waiting to be on the show, you, you, don't, you don't let that person wait because the audience, radio audiences, love to hear English accents. I don't know how it is in England, but here in America... <laughs> I wonder if they like American accents as well, much. They love the... Uh, Can I go over there and be American s- Eric? Good like, morning, London. They like Southern accents, believe it or not. <laughs> it's the... Actually, the old-fashioned Southern accent is the most connected to the old-fashioned English accent. They're all royalty down here. They're all... Like, oh, no, no, the Beauregard, the hundred you from the head. Let's do this. It's English. Pickle Pickle my butt. Toodle pip. Yeah. Pickle my buttons. I just uh, came up with that. One. Pickle my there's buttons. There's so many things to unpack. There. <laughs> there are so you know, isn't that you know, isn't that life? There's always so many yeah. things to unpack. Is that I mean, not true? Greg Russo, number one. That's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> that's that's uh, absolutely brilliant. You can't make that up. Listen, George Clark has debunked the conspiracy theory that says that that is Greg Russ. <laughs> you know, I've been me and Greg Russ are talking about being in England at the same time in the fall because he's going over for some theater thing in London, mm-hmm. and I want to visit the family. So we're like, let's just do it. We'll be in England and London at the same time. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, well, maybe Greg Russo's the guy to go with. <laughs> yes. Because he, listen, I don't go. you're going to see some great music. You're going to see some great Australian versions of uh, music. <laughs> so, I mean, in uh, fact, if I, if I, your family's not near London, though, are they? About, well, about an hour and a half away. Oh, I didn't realize you were that close. Oh, I've become comfortably nine. <laughs> if, we let, if we let Roger Waters and Dave Gilmore know that I'm bringing Greg Russo, then maybe they'll get back together. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll bury the hatchets. Yeah. The 942 hatchets, hatchets <laughs> that they have. Gilmore will stop being smug. Gilmore's smug. Waters is. Do you think Waters isn't smug? He oh, thinks yeah. he's the smartest guy in the room, and no matter what room he got, walks into. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell he, you. He was going after our buddy Tom York the other day from Radiohead. Oh, well, he went yeah, after. I can't repeat what he said. He but. went after Bono because uh, Bono uh, was. Uh, well, we should. We played it. I like they. And then I was playing. Uh, listen. Again, Alexei Navalny, I don't believe anybody should be killed for dissenting against their government. No. But the man was a white nationalist. It's just that the nation was Russia. Not a, That's just a fact. It's mm. not an opinion. It's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, he was a public person out there. Like, he... And because Bono went off with that whole thing, I think uh, Roger Waters... Say his it. name... Say his name. Say his name. Should, should we say white nationalist Alexei Navalny before we say his name? Isn't that you will not replace him. 
It's just bizarre. He was a white nationalist. Mm-hmm. It's just it's apparently Putin, Putin, Putin would never ever say his name. No. So I thought tonight, let's people who believe in freedom, we must say his name. Nazis. <laughs> say it. Not just remember it, but say it. Say it. How about the cringes this though? Navalny. You know the edge is strumming over the going. Alexei Navalny. Was a white nationalist. Alexei Navalny is a Nazi. Does that make me a Putin stooge if I point out the fact that Alexei Navalny was a, he was a white nationalist? Uh, whatever. Think, yeah. think. I don't, I'm not going to change the world. Turns out, if you oppose Putin, all that stuff doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can be a white nationalist if you oppose Putin. That makes you a great because he's person. far worse. He is. <laughs> he's the worst of the worst. I've heard. That's I've I've heard that uh, he's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to let you, an Englishman, <laughs> out American me. I, however much, however much you hate Putin, I want you to know I hate him 900 billion three thousand kajillion times more. Shall we end here, or is there anything else? Well, who's speaking, Putin or his puppet? <laughs> like, uh, oh, it's uh, six eleven. Putin said that once. That's a Putin talking point. <laughs> All right, you got pips to toodle, I my do. friend. I do. This is from the uh, Fox News people. Yes, the Fox Marcus News Stewart. people. <laughs> I don't know if you've covered this already, but I did see it. I did see it in the Hopper House. Wait, do you have the Paul McCartney story? Did we get the Paul McCartney? No, I wish I did because I just saw the video where he's like, foreigner? Hall of Fame? Yeah. F yeah. Well, that's that's the whole story. The whole story is the foreigner is, I I don't mean to hijack the tootling of the pits. Hijack away. I like this story. Say it with the British accent, Eric. That way the radio audience I can't do accents. Well, say it with the Liverpool accent, you know. I (laughs) I can't even do, I'm from Rochester, New York, which has... The most annoying accent of you all can't time, do that one. and all of my family, I can't, I can't even, I, I just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Cheerio, come on. <laughs> well, you got it. Yeah, it's not. You haven't tried it. Try it. Do it. Do do your best attempt. Western New York. No, anybody can do that. No, the British. I can't do that. The British. Uh, chop chop. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> Sorry, um, stiff up her lip and all. No, hey. yes, okay. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying words. Uh, all right, but so the McCartney thing is, so this guy, Mark Ronson, you remember him? Yep. He was the guy who had that huge hit, Whatever Happened to Bruno Mars? Yeah, but that, Ronson's, Ronson's produced a bunch of other No, stuff I know, but I mean, remember Bruno Mars was like halftime at the Super Bowl? Did, and like, yeah. Like, what happened to that guy? He was well, like now huge. The, now, you know, uh, Miley Cyrus has written a song that is the answer to his other song from 10 years ago. Well, hopefully that'll bring him so back. that put him back in the press. So this guy, Mark Ronson, I didn't know this, but his stepfather is Mick Jones from Foreigner. Who right. is basically the head of Foreigner, writes most of the and he, songs. And also, he's somehow related to Meryl Streep now, because is he with her daughter? I don't know. I don't I follow him. I him on the award show. It's I don't follow the Mark Ronson maybe as closely as you do. But because Foreigner is on the short list to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. Mark Ronson is going around you know, getting a lot of celebrities. He's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. And uh, so he, I guess he was on uh, Fallon, and he had Paul McCartney, and this is what... Uh, Foreigner? Not in the Hall of Fame? What the f***? And what was that little noise at the end? He's driving. He's in a car. Did he? Well, he didn't honk the horn. No, that's him. He makes a goofy face. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he really thinks about foreigner being in the fucking hall of fame. He's yeah. half beetle, half bird. What? Hey, hey, Paul. <laughs> what do you think about that rock and roll hall of fame? 
I guess he doesn't have a lot of time. He's very short and to the point. I want to make that my Tesla horn. Ah! Sounds like something that you put on a Beatles record. <laughs> yeah, if you if you loop that somewhere somewhere out like, like in, in the in the landscape or the soundscape of Magical Mystery Tour, there's uh. <laughs> Let me play it backwards and see if it has any meaning here. Well, yeah, it's probably you know, satanic. I'm dead. Let's see. Well, yeah, that's it backwards. Yeah, it says you're dead. Same as forwards. <laughs> you know, I love, I love this. I see, like, on YouTube, there are still people. I understand that in the 60s, there was the idea that he was he was dead. He got in an accident. For a while, his, his tooth was chipped. Oh, Paul is dead. He, the whole Paul is dead thing. I can understand, kind of, in the 60s. And then they played it up in their lyrics, and they did stuff. But uh, there's still YouTube channels and videos today in 2024 yep. look at the eyebrows of original yeah. paul like, mccartney the guys put out 352 <laughs> albums after the beatles like he's a talented replacement <laughs> am i supposed to believe that this guy who's losing his voice on tour is that replacement dude is like oh is that backward yeah, the old oh thing. that's the devil right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is, this is, on. From, that's, this that's, is a David Lynch line. That's Beelzebub. The best part is this part. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't, win. he didn't make the... He, <laughs> he didn't make the bleep noise. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Turnbull. He makes bleep noise sometimes. He is watching a... Uh, English Nick Yoko Ono is, is today her 91st birthday. Look it up. I believe it. That's just we're talking close. about this. Yeah. And I was thinking about this. Um, a lot of people have gotten down on Yoko's recording catalog and her style, but I will tell you this: between her and Paul McCartney, she still sounds exactly like she did in the 60s. He's lost it. I gotta say, <laughs> she's, she's she, her voice. She's in great voice. Her, Great voice. Her birthday was 10 days ago. It was February 18th. Who told me that? Not me. Who told me that? English Nick told me that. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> Somebody I didn't tell you that. I was almost going to do Wait a minute. That we're one. not wrong. She is 91. She yeah. Is, yeah, she yeah. turned 91. Her birthday was I, I didn't know exactly when it was. Yeah, see, like Paul these days. I mean, I'm amazed to away you. But Yoko, she's 19. Yeah. That's 1972 Yoko right there. I really don't like the fact that you're having a man do a voice. Where's Where's the autumn? I'm sorry. She's not here, John. So I apologize. We're not. None of us live up to your greatness well, and goodness. How I could apologize. you have a girl like, uh, what's her name, Perkins? What was her name? Uh, Perkins? Mary whatever, the one who had the Russian... Hopkins? Mary Hopkins. Who did Those a, were the days, my friend. Russian folk song. Russian yes. folk song, right? Yes. And you had Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Apple get behind a no, I don't know. no talent Apple. like Mary Hopkins? Yeah, right. Think of all the hits Paul could be collecting all that money. <laughs> He's got if there's one thing Paul loves, it's money. Yeah, they just didn't push. They just didn't push Yoko enough. They could no. have had all kinds Yoko of... Yoko and Tiny top, Tim on tour. Top 40 singles would have been... Uh, to, they should have embraced Yoko. That's what they should have done. Well, uh, I think they were forced I to. do that. All right. Toodle a pip here. All right. This is great oh, news. Oh, by the way, the... we never really explained. I'm sorry. But uh, so Foreigner... That that idiot Jan Wenner got canceled last year. People forget this. He went out there. He had a book and he said something about black artists that people didn't like. He got canceled, so he's out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group. And yeah. I guess he didn't like Foreigner. Well, so was, as soon as was, he's out, Foreigner's in. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was either Jones. It was either Jones or the other dude that he had fallen out with. Yeah, that's a good reason not and to so, put somebody into yeah. a yeah. 
It's, it's not petty. And let's also not forget, it's the original Foreigner members, not the band that's touring right now that's going to go in. Although that band has been around for like probably longer than the years. original band. They're <laughs> <laughs> coming enough. back again. Foreigner too. See, Foreigner, here's the thing, now that it's the music hour. Foreigner can make, could make the transition... I'm sure that they've got top-notch musicians in Foreigner right now. Absolutely. And Mick Jones, like, he flies in. He comes down from the ceiling in a wheelchair for a song or two anymore. every once in a while. And so it's all the members of Foreigner today, if you go see them, none of them were in Foreigner when, ever, like in like the no. 70s, 80s. But they were able to make that transition because they were never a band that were known, like, their images, even though they are on the first album, like, they're... They were never known by. There was no face of the band, no. Like you know, Mick Jagger. Like there's no or Bono or something. Bono. Like that. Yeah. There's no yeah. face of the band. So people who are younger could just go see Foreigner and have yeah. absolutely no idea. And I would imagine for the people who are hired to be in Foreigner, they're probably pretty great. So they probably put on a good show, and you would have no idea because they were never. They never really put their like Lou Graham from Rochester, New York. Thank you. Fellow One homie. big solo hit in the eighties, but that's it. Outside of Foreigner, did he? Did he? Foreigner, Foreigner, Foreigner. Oh, he's going to England. He's foreigner. a Foreigner. Sound like a xenophobe. He's a Foreigner. I think it was Electric uh, Midnight Blue was the name of the song. And did it sound like one of those Foreigner ballads? Yeah, uh, no, it was a pop song. Okay. Uh, now, now, sir, Tootle a Pip. Okay, well, great news for the people of the the village, the British village of Himley, their uh, their crooked house <laughs> public house. This is a pub that was leaning because I guess it was where it was built and stuff. They on the floor. There was a fire. They demolished it. They bulldozed it, and now the city count the, the local council has said you got to build the crooked house again. So they're going to rebuild it. So uh, the next time I don't go to England, <laughs> yeah, I can be sure that the crooked house will be. Not enjoying my presence. In fact, me and Greg Russo will go there. Yes. Have a beer, send you a picture. <laughs> is this a famous thing, like the Leaning Tower of uh, yeah. beer? It, well, is that not what it is? The Leaning that, Tower it, of yeah, liquor? It's, it's a quirky British pub because it leans and yeah. now they bulldozed it and now it's coming back. So. The Leaning, what are these things that uh, they seem so wonderful because, oh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but isn't there a chance it me. will just like fall over at some point? Yeah. I mean, it's leaning for Probably a reason. Eventually. They didn't build it thinking this is going to be a world. Everybody's going to be talking about this. Cause Eric, it's gonna I be don't so... think last forever. I know, but this thing has been tilted this my is, whole life. This I'm not going to last forever. Way, this pub looks the way a pub would look after you've had 10 pints of a Sunday afternoon. Like, oh, there you, you go. go. You go in there sober. It looks I've, like never been to like a, I've never been to an English pub. You but you know what that. I don't like? See, I don't like it because in all the shows that I watch, the BBC shows, they seem a little claustrophobic. They seem like the they no, seem no. Like, the the ceilings seem like they're low. Some of them. And there's like and it's like it seems like a, in the seventies that everybody's smoking. It just must have. Oh, I haven't gone since I've been smoking. <laughs> I'll shit outside. Can you smoke in most pubs in England? Uh, no. Yes. No. Uh, yes, the ones in Scotland and up Scotland, in England. Scotland's yeah. not England, but still in England. That's too. just Great Britain. I'm not I going up there. Or is it there, United no. Kingdom? I don't. I, I get it's confused. UK. It's all the UK. What was the difference between the? Hold on. Well, one one at a time, and the one is me. Uh, what <laughs> is the one. difference between the United Kingdom and Great Britain? Is it the same thing? So England is England. Yeah, Great you Britain, Scotland. Great Br UK or Part Great Britain, Ireland. Scotland and Wales and all that together is yes, that's Great Britain because that'd be Kingdom. Greater Britain. United, United Kingdom, Kingdom doesn't have the Irish part in it. Okay, part of Ireland. Mm. Ah, okay. yeah, it's, it's just Great Britain. It's just, it's just the island. Yeah, 
Great Britain is just the island that has Wales and Scotland on it as well. Correct. That's what okay. it's saying here. And then also, oh, Great Britain would have been like when they were they had like they ran the sun never set on the English Empire. That'd be the great. That'd be Great Britain. Would be, that Britain. would be the United Kingdom because everything is united. No, the United Kingdom. He's saying, huh? No, Great Britain. You had it backwards there. Great Britain is just the Damn island. Damn it! I quit. And yeah, obviously, I'm not up to this well, I've got anymore. The, well, I've got these tabs open here from uh, Wonderopolis.com. Oh, the, right. the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa will is safe for another 300 years, barring a catastrophe. Barring a catastrophe, but you don't know when a catastrophe <laughs> is going to happen. <laughs> How do they know that? This is Wonderopolis. Come on, now they're the best. Wonderopolis. <laughs> Doesn't he host Good Morning America? <laughs> Hey, Doug Turnbull is a bum. English Nick, your wonderful yeah. accent has delighted our ears yet again. You're Thank very you welcome. for tootling our pips, and we release you back to 97.1 The River. It's good to be free. <laughs> I, know, I think sometimes I get Snowden and Assange mixed up in my head. How so? Well, that's no, a non sequitur. I was just thinking that. I think sometimes, sometimes I think I, sometimes I attribute things that came from one's revelations to the other. But you know what I mean. It's all one grab bag. People in trouble for telling the truth. It's really under one aegis, which, strangely enough, starts with an A. It does. You think the word aegis? What's wrong with English? Would start with an I. They say. <laughs> they say. They say. They say. Uh. Uh, we have some audio. Uh, now, am I a radio douchebag? Or? Is that rhetorical? <laughs> it's possible that I am a radio Congratulations, douchebag. Congratulations, birds. But look, just because you're a douchebag on the radio does not necessarily make you a radio douchebag. In order to be a radio douchebag, you're just sort of contrarian for no good reason because you know I don't get headlines or, I don't know, calls or calls or whatever. But... Uh, I think that my immediate radio douchebag response to this audio of Kamala Harris announcing that this is the idea, we're, we're <laughs> at a time where we argue about whether elections have been massaged or this or that, just coming right out in the open and saying, am I getting this right? Because I didn't read an article about this. I just heard the audio. The idea is the government is going to pay students... Who, by the way, the younger you are, the more likely you are to vote Democrat. Let's face it. Yeah, Unless you yet. come from a family that is like, you know, you come out of some kind of really conservative. You're brought up in some sort of, you know, there are people. But in general, the casual political person, the younger you are, the more likely you are to be, you know, kind of lefty. And uh, a lot of people who are older conservatives started out as younger lefties, isn't it? So we're going to go to that group of people. The government is going to pay them to register other voters. Is this the idea? The Department am, am of Education. I radio, am I a radio niche bag? But I think that's not a good idea. Um, under the federal work study um, program, mm, now stop. allows students to get... Look at program. It's like, it's like a, the extra program. word. <laughs> work studies. Program. Um, under the federal work study program, now allows students to get paid through federal work study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. Yeah. As we know, this is important for a number of reasons. One, to engage our young leaders of course, in yeah. this process yes. and, and sign up as many MAGA people as possible. Of their I'm sure. ability to, to strengthen our community. 
think that's really important. Working to be going to Bob Jones College. You really have to, honestly, you just, with these politicians, all of them, almost all of them, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, nearly all of them are sociopaths. They just, with a straight face, they can just gust things up like it's one thing, when it's obvious. Now, the nonpartisan poll worker, I'm not so worried about that. Once you're in there and people are coming through, they've made up their mind. They didn't They didn't show up to vote thinking, oh, I'm, I'm persuadable. So what I do don't, you think I should yeah, vote Yeah, I don't for? think that. But, but the, the idea of the government paying young people to register more young people seems to me like that might just... I, just, I think you're going to have... Let's say less future MAGA voters will be registered under that plan. Look, first of all, if the party wants to do it, let the party spend their money. You want the if it came from the campaign, yeah. But from just all taxpayers, and then you're going to dress it up like, oh, it's just so that we can get more people voting. We don't care how they vote. It also illuminates a bigger <laughs> problem, too. I think that a lot of young voters are not excited about either well, that's Trump or what's Biden, going, Well, that's what's going well, on that's here. That's why I'm in charge. And especially, <laughs> it's your job to rally the young, the mm-hmm. youth, The youths. I'll be going to Hillsdale College as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's they're having the they're, they're having the trouble yeah. because um, uh, there's a lot of young people who aren't digging at one of these wars. They like one. There's one war that you can't you can, that shall not be named if you want to keep your job. I think it's that one. I think it's the one you're not allowed to talk about if you don't want to be called the most horrific names ever. You know, so uh, I think they're they're having trouble with the young on that. And uh, and just the, the fact that, you know, what I've found, just being 59 years of age, young people don't really cuddle up to old people. You know, like when Kennedy was elected, it was all oh, youth. Bill Clinton was youth, you know. Even Obama. It's a big deal. Obama, youth. You know, it's, I, had a, I had a dream the other night, and I don't even know what this means. I know it's a word, but in the dream, and it's, you know, it's fuzzy when you think about dreams, but it was around people. It was a public area. And... I was trying to do something helpful. I just cannot remember what it was, but it's some. Let's say somebody lost something or something, whatever. And uh, at one point in the dream, I heard some young girl go, uh, uh, um, "Get out of here, you rando!" <laughs> 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 what the hell is a? I think I know what a rando is. It just means somebody I don't know. You're yeah, a random rando. person. Yeah. What is that rando doing over there? But I mean, is that how people look at other people before they meet them? They're randos. I mean, that seems pretty hostile. The young people. Yeah. Admittedly, we are responding to a dream. I know, but yeah. it came out of my waking life. Obviously, it's it's more like if you're in a group of people and then somebody shows up and they start conversing with your group. It's like, who's that rando? I know, but I mean, is that really the is that the footing that youth are on? Because I think that when you're 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 never supposed to be more open minded than when you're 23, 24, 25. You're you're supposed to oh here's a new here's an addition. Let's hear from this person. I think it depends on the environment that you're in. We like called it. them douchebags. <laughs> hey douchebag. Back then who's this douchebag? Yeah, like, like right. same thing. But I mean I think there's something a little different. I think you had to hear the person speaking before they were a douchebag. The Rando thing is like, how dare you? Right. You're not one of us. It's like, so I'll give a good example of somebody that's uh, would be a rando in a negative circumstance. Like if you have like your own table and you're getting bottle service and somebody sits at your table busy flirting with one of the girls in your group, right. that's a rando right there. Okay, why, all right. why would you do that? Well, but that's aggressive. But if you're in a- That's aggressive. He should, he should wink and- uh, somehow seduce her away from the table up to the bar exactly. to have a conversation. When in reality, like he's probably trying to get free drinks somehow right. from the table. Right. But if you're 
at like a brewery or something like that, and it's all open tables, and it, you, everyone right. pays their tab. You don't mind the randos? Yeah, then it's fine. You, you don't mind you, the you're randos? Not gonna, you're, not, you're not going to make somebody oh, just go, oh, it's, no, you're doing. It's, just the, it's, the one, it's the one line I remember when I woke up from the dream. It's, it, it offended me in real, like in real time in the dream. Like, uh, like get out of here, you rando. It's like, what? I'm not a bad person am i just because i just because i age test it start going to these beer places with jared and sit next to a bunch of girls <laughs> <laughs> well, right. that's just being a creep that's just not being if a you're creep. nice in the dream i was trying to something was going on where something had to be found to or something drinks at the club that's what it yeah. is damn rando <laughs> i dream about being in clubs <laughs> can, can you imagine me like shirt off at a disco <laughs> like the new doctor who <laughs> Yeah. Going at it. Who's that right. rando? Get out of here, you rando. It just stung me in a dream. Like some bitch in this dream. I don't know who she was. <laughs> yeah. How often in dreams are you offended? I, I'm very difficult to offend in real life. But I can't remember really very often in a dream being offended and not having a face to match it to. It's just a voice. Yeah, I hear rando. Was it a happy dream gone bad? No, no, it wasn't. Why do you always got to? What are you, a shock job? I'm just asking go the just like every dream, Am I not allowed to ask every, questions? Every dream is it not a, It was an honest you know, question. The, no. way, the way you're being defensive about it says maybe no, it was. I see, I knew that was going to happen because uh, <laughs> that's how you young people see us randos. But <laughs> I'll tell you. He just walked into a sorority. All of our... <laughs> and they needed some help. Yeah. And I was doing what I could. Yeah. <laughs> Your TV's broken. <laughs> Get out of here, you rando. What you, F... You. Hey. Hey, it's That's just aggressive. a letter. It's two letters. You can't argue with a dream. I'm arguing with that <laughs> woman in that dream. Who has, it's too much. Who has no face. Do people ever really have faces in dreams? I'm wondering about this. Like, can you really clarify faces? Or is it just, yeah. you think, I think you recognize, I think you, re, if it's someone you know, you sort of recognize their aura. I think if you really think about dreams, the last time you really, really, really saw somebody's nose and everything. Think about it. Think about Put it. Put the pipe down there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're all just <laughs> What if we're all blurry and just, everybody has to... We're just like a ball of sweat yeah. on another dimension rolling off of their NBA player. Yeah. Doug Turnbull is checking. I can't believe I'm just finding out about this now. It looks like it happened on the 8th of February. Wolf Blitzer, like, vomited in his own mouth? C sorry. Sorry about that for people. But. CNN Chief Legal Analyst, Laura... <laughs> Wolf, are you okay? Oh, you can call it sick. It's all... It's Somebody all... has to stop Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like, oh, Jake Tapper, he's right on my heels. He was I a can't pro. call it sick. Right? Okay. I gotta give it to him. I mean, he... I've got to give it to he him. Swallowed it. So, oh. He's talking. To, oh, what a surprise! He's doing an interview about Trump. Yeah. On CNN, they were talking about Trump. What? The, and the producers were good because they cut away from him. Maybe he spit it. in the But toilet. he. I mean, he is. How old is he? Seventy. He's been around a while, man. He's like maybe seventy-two or something. Wolf, you get those gastrointestinal things going as an older gentleman. Seventy-five. Yeah. Seventy. <laughs> oh, I'm in the Roman shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I guess, I guess uh, you have to, as from, from a point of view of show business, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care about your politics. As a man who's always been a fan of show business, I have to give a round of applause to the professional 
Wolf Blitzer, Ralph Rolf Blitzer, <laughs> who, rather than disgusting you during primetime CNN, vomited in his own mouth. Maybe as a stinky. He kept co- it to himself. Maybe as a stinky coworker, Eric. Maybe like Aaron Burnett <laughs> stinks or something like that. Or maybe uh, we're not Jay- anywhere near each other. I can't stand Aaron. I could never you do that. Call I could sick. never do that. You can call, remember the remember the show that like two minutes before I went on, I was oh, like, yeah. guys, because I, I was in my mind. I always feel like you can do that once the show starts. It doesn't matter. Like I feel like that. You know, once the show starts, it'll be fine. And I knew like for the fifteen minutes leading up to that show that it wasn't fine. I mean, things were not good. Oh, our friend Matt Malero from Adult Swim was very upset with oh, you yeah, for, for I didn't stepping get to be, out that it was day. A, it was a day I was supposed to meet him, and it was. I felt. I think that's one of the reasons I was really trying to buckle in. I'm like, oh, you know, he's coming. He wants to meet me. That'd he was be great. great. He was funny. And uh, literally two minutes before he went on, I'm sitting right here in this chair. I look at you guys and go, ah, I can't do this. <laughs> and then I went and vomited in the bathroom. Good news, he'll come back. Uh, Wolf? No, Matt Malero. Oh, good. Matt, I mean, uh, Wolf never lost it. He just... Did he go home at least after that? Or I don't know. Or did he come know. back on? I don't know. It's just funny to watch. What a rock star. It's, hey, the show must go on, That's right. I suppose. Uh, what kind of audio do we have? Oh, you know what we got to talk about, we have not talked about before we go, is this uh, immersive Willy Wonka experience in, where was this? It's in Glasgow, Scotland. In Glasgow, Scotland. Where my little brother is going to school. He's going to vet school out there. Nobody's interested in that, you know. Hey, side. Well, that's I mean, a no, personal connection. Uh, no, well, I know, but I mean, do you think the audience... I like, texted him during the show. Oh, I asked him if he went to this I wondered where Jared's brother was going to college. <laughs> now I know. Uh, Willy Wonka-inspired experience sparks outrage and online mockery after police called to event. So this was billed families attending a Willy this is CNM, families attending a Willy Wonka inspired event in Glasgow, Scotland were promised optical marvels and extraordinary props for a $44 ticket our, our money, $44 but when they arrived they found a sparsely decorated warehouse and offered a quarter cup of lemonade or limeade when supplies ran out there was a <laughs> This is unbelievable. The House of Illuminati. Oh, that's those are the people who put it on. But some of the uh you think they had more money. There's a picture of a uh a banquet table with little cups of lemonade on it. There's nothing in this building. $44 and you show up and you get uh, well, absolute- this- this is what's going to happen, Eric. I'm telling you, when when everybody puts out these experiences, eventually you're going to get some bad ones, and people are going to. I'm totally doing a deliverance to... experience in uh, <laughs> next week. That one's going to be lifelike. Yeah, we got a log all set up. Two Oompa Loopas were <laughs> handing out candy. Them? Each kid got a jelly bean each. Oh, how great! A jelly bean. <laughs> Maybe it's performance they got art. One jelly bean. Yeah, performance I th- art. This I would just say this: go look for this online. Because you're gonna love, you're just gonna love the pictures that come with the story. George and I were talking about this off air because this story is wild, and we both think that this is gonna become like the ironic thing because it's so bad. People are gonna make now it a people point to, want go, to go. Yeah, want to go to it. It looks like the 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 the, the, the stupid exhibition at any airport that nobody cares yeah, about. That's about yes, the level exactly. of it. Exactly. The immersive experience. <laughs> All right, there's another reason not to go to Scotland. All right, that music is telling me two things. Shut the hell up and get the hell out. Thank you, Paul. And as you know, get out of here, you rando. Get out of here, you rando. (laughs) I'm going, all right? (laughs) 
I'm going. <laughs> we always comply. Uh, Shelly Winter is up next. He's going to have another great show. They have him, not not basketball today, right? That's Shelly Winter gets the show. It's going to be a great show. Shelly basketball. Not show. quite as good as the basketball, but yeah, very good. Very good. We'll be back tomorrow. Another big show, 4 p.m. You're all invited to join us, but until then, continue on the journey. I do not piss off the genie. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.